0: Welcome to the gronica show i'm your host matthew on today's episode i'm excited to be joined by espn commentator janusz mihalik thanks so much for coming on janusz uh,
1: bardzo dużo. uh just probably you and i are the only ones that understand that right
0: yeah probably um, everyone's probably like well, why is matthew speaking polish well plot twist it's i'm Polish. so good,
1: so good. everything's good uh, busy obviously but then it's always busy right uh football is 24 7 every day of the year just about so um so yeah i mean it's good to be busy i guess
0: right um i i should bring on i know everyone who knows you you've been on of Sportovo on youtube uh, quite some times and anyone who knows mateusz Borek he's kind of like the polar opposite of me uh for anyone who knows me when i speak polish i have an accent i was born in toronto i live in canada mateusz borak on the other hand he's from poland so whenever he speaks polish it's full on perfect he speaks english and there's an accent and he comes to me when i speak in polish some people confuse me for a Ukrainian, but hey, I'm Polish. So I should definitely do some kind of episode in the future where we can bring on the Battle of Two Matthews. But um, mm-hmm. how was how that with uh, Counter Sport Over? Are you still coming on or how's it working there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm still there from time to time. Obviously, uh, TVP, the Polish television, it was the right. main, you know, one that, you know, right. I've done European Championships and uh, World Cup qualifiers. Uh, uh, this time I'm not there for this big one, uh, you know, a little bit of a situation and, you know, that's going on and, and for different reasons, uh, you know, the first game not being played. Uh, yeah. uh, and, you know, that's of course kind of unfortunate for me because it's a big game, if it's Sweden or Czech Republic, but it's also in Hozu where I was born, not far away from yeah. uh, uh, my place. So, But, you know, it is what it is. So hopefully uh, Poland will find a way to beat whoever it may be, if it's Sweden or Czech Republic. Yeah. But yeah, kind of Sportova, I'm still there from time to time, do Champions League, do some other stuff uh, as well. Uh, when I can, and, you know, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I do this from afar, obviously, because ESPN is uh, my main thing, but yeah, I enjoy going on uh, on those shows.
0: What's your favorite memory from uh, Kanao Sportobe?,
1: Oh, from Kanao, I, I don't know, I mean, there's been many, uh, probably done more, well, I don't know if more at Pe. but yeah, I, I just think, you know, just in general, uh, talking with uh, fans, right, because it, it it it's one of those shows where They can call in. Uh, Wow. So many, so many shows. Uh, It's a little bit looser, obviously. Right. So uh, you put me on the spot. I can't think of it. All of it's been fun for the most part. Uh, uh, I think, you know, maybe the one on one, uh, the hate park uh, that I did with Smokowski was good. But there's just been so many and every one of them is a little bit different. It's got something special there
0: right i read the comments and everybody loves you there so maybe you can get a full-time position one day there because everyone loves okay. you i read the comments and everyone's like oh bring on moriano i
1: you. on the other hand don't i mean not never but usually i don't because you never know what you're going to find there and you don't mm-hmm. want to you know but i'm glad that you know it's 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 nice to hear that people appreciate what you do um there's always going to be few that uh, you're not their cup of tea but that's normal everybody has the right to uh Uh, to that but yeah I mean you know uh, it's a game of opinions so so I've learned a long time ago that best thing is not to do it right when I do it at ESPN I do many of those uh, you know uh, summarizing the biggest games uh, in Premier League or Italy or Spain or Germany so you know you know it's it's you say something somebody's going to be unhappy right when two teams play one set of fans is happy the other one isn't so hopefully you find a you know happy medium there but uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I've been um, uh, pleasant, pleasantly surprised uh, how well I've been received in Poland when I went, uh, you know, last year for the Euros and, you know, I think last year I went three times or four, I can't, you know, something like that in a short period of time uh, and, you know, that was, of course, after oh, so many years of not being in Poland, so I wasn't sure how that's going to go, but, you know, fair play, it's been it's been really good in terms of fans and, and colleagues and fellow commentators it's been nice
0: on today's episode Janusz and I will discuss the European World Cup playoffs that are set to kick off on Thursday but first the Champions League quarterfinals draw happened and I want to ask you which game are you more anticipated for because I'm a Chelsea supporter and I think Chelsea Real Madrid in the least biased way possible is the best one of them all it's a rematch of last year's semifinals What's your take on all the eight games or eight teams, eight teams that are in the. Yeah, in the yeah, I
1: remember who's who. You know, I, I am a Liverpool fan. So I, you know, and I actually, before the draw, I put it out there on Twitter. It's going to be Liverpool, Benfica and got lucky. So, uh, I mean, when I say got lucky with my prediction, because of course, uh, you know, I think, you know, now that I'm in that game, uh, um, you know, it, it seems straightforward, but, uh, historically, you know, Liverpool has not done well, uh, with Benfica in Europe, uh, I didn't do my research here yet, but I think they've lost like four out of five times. I mean, I'm talking historically, obviously going way back when in Europe. Uh, uh, but you know, uh, I think if you're Liverpool, because they are one of the favorites for sure, regardless of who they. Right, are, them in city. Uh, right. Uh, you know, this is one where you say to yourself, "Okay, you know, it's better Benfica, I suppose. We have to respect them, but it's better Benfica than Chelsea, Real Madrid, Bayern, or any other one." So, so I think. Um, Uh, Liverpool second game at Anfield as well. I think they should get through. Yeah, Chelsea Real Madrid seems uh, seems like the one that uh, obviously because of last season, uh, you know, history. I mean, you know, Carlo Ancelotti kind of, you know, he's been at Chelsea. He's been at Paris Saint-Germain. Thomas Tuchel has been at Paris Saint-Germain. He's at Chelsea as well. You mentioned last season as well. Chelsea. Obviously, a you know, the defending champions Real Madrid has won this trophy more than anybody else, and um, and, and recently obviously won it uh, three straight seasons. You know, the only team that has done that as well. So, uh, and you know, the way they've played against uh, PSG, you know, just in the last round was it was tremendous. So, that's the one. Um, what else is there? I mean, um, you know, Iron and Villarreal. Bayern, that's going to, you know, Bayern should be favorites, right? I mean, the Bayern that we see right now, it's nowhere near their best, but we've said that before. I'm I'm careful because I got burned. I almost never go against Bayern. I did once and and I got burned last time they won it, but uh, they are not looking great. Borussia Dortmund obviously is getting closer and closer. The, the thing about uh, Bayern Munich is that when it comes to it, you know, it, you know, it looks like Leon Goretzka is going to be back. That's massive. Fonzie Davis is critical to that team because of the shape of the team, how they play, right, in the back. I uh, thought I heard uh, Nagelsmann say today that he likely will be ready for the second leg. So, you know, they're kind of putting Ben together. But then again, uh, Niklas Zula is out for probably a month. Who knows? Maybe even more. And and uh, Benjamin Pavar. Uh, is been injured today i don't know what extent and how long so defensively Bayern Munich's had issues i mean massive issues we all know that but they're capable i mean they should be able to get through Villarreal who's been a massive surprise uh you know beating Juve 3-0 um Atleti Manchester City is just one of those the clash of styles isn't it Uh, i mean totally totally two different teams one only one wants to attack 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 the other one that feels very very comfortable and just sitting back and winning right right you know i mean not to say that they can't attack they have the players to attack and they do it from time to time but um you know so that one is uh in a way so unpredictable because it's polar opposites meet right right?
0: uh just before we get on to the world cup qualifiers i want to ask you uh in the premier league uh what do you think about Liverpool now being a point back of City? Do you think Liverpool can uh, pull this off and win the title?
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, sure, absolutely. I, you know, I mean, obviously, there was a point not that long ago, middle of January, where they're 14 points behind, you know, right. uh, two games in hand. But even, you know, even if they win that, still you're talking eight points behind, right? Uh, right. Just let's assume that those games are, you know. Um, uh, so, so I have to say that even though I always kind of believe it was definitely, you know, Manchester City's to lose. And they seem to not lose yet because they're still favourites. They're point behind and they will face Liverpool right after, almost right after the international break um, right. at home. So obviously they are still favourites, but I think getting this close from being that far away for Liverpool, that's going to be a massive, massive incentive. And, and as we all know, the, these two teams have been fighting you know, last three, four, five years, right? That season was just point difference. Was it 97, 96 points or, you know, it was just, it, it was tight. It's just been back and forth city won yeah. more, but this is a chance. So for, for Liverpool to once again, get one over Manchester city, they've been so close and they've been class of the premier league. So when you look at the two teams, a little bit different for sure in the way they play, but uh, you know, Liverpool very much capable of, of beating Manchester city, but you know, there's other games as well. So it's a it's a funny game because both teams are still in so many competitions liverpool won more obviously uh, but you know a simple injury i mean we just heard today Trent alexander arnold out for weeks you know yeah. we don't know what that means because you know sometimes they tell you these things and yes there's an international break but you know is he going to be ready for that uh, say you know city game maybe not and and we know how important he is uh, to liverpool so yeah. You know, my, you know who knows? International break's coming up. They're all, I mean, Manchester City and, and, and Liverpool pretty much send just about everybody away, right? So you don't know in which shape these players come back. So let's just wait and see. One game at a time.
0: Uh, with the UEFA playoff qualifiers set to begin March 24th, there's a lot at stake. We already know that one of Portugal or Italy will not be at the World Cup in Qatar. How will that shape up? We also know that Poland have been awarded a bye in their qualifying bracket with Russia being suspended by both FIFA and UEFA. I just want to do a quick recap for those who do not fully understand how these playoffs work or just simply need a refreshment. There are three paths consisting of four teams, 12 teams in total, 11 now following Russia's disqualification. The 10, now nine, group runners-up are joined by the two best nation league group winners. The semifinals will take place March 24th while the final is March 29th. In path A, we have Wales, Austria, Scotland, and Ukraine. In path B, we were set to have Russia, Poland, Sweden, and Czech Republic. Now, with Russia's departure, it's down to Poland, Sweden, and the Czechs. And in the final path, path C, it's Portugal, Turkey, Italy, and North Macedonia. Now, each country must win two games, the semifinal and the final, in order to secure a spot for Qatar 2022. So, let's start in path A. Ukraine... Austria Scotland and Wales we'll start with Ukraine and Scotland now for those who haven't seen this game has been postponed to June with the ongoing Russian invasion Scotland will play a friendly with Poland on March 24th in the meantime now actually just before our episode I read that Scotland has said that they will donate portions of Poland ticket sales to the Ukrainian children I just thought uh, that has to be said it's a kind gesture definitely by the Scots Ukraine had one of the more interesting paths to finishing as a runner-up they've only had two wins in their qualifying group and two wins was just enough they went 2-6-0 behind the world champions the euro 2020 round of 16 finalists had that entertaining match against netherlands in the group stage and scotland on the other hand they finished 7-2-1 in their group as a runner-up i want to ask you what does ukraine have to do in order to get that win over scotland
1: yeah i mean you know this is an unknown right i mean if this game even goes on it, right. I mean, it's, you know, I, I mean, obviously as a team, we all know what they, I mean, recently they've struggled a little bit. They had that moment in time where uh, obviously when Shevchenko was there, right. Uh, but then he got fired. It hasn't been great. Although, you know, you look at their players, if it's going to look at, you know, look at him emotionally for West Ham, couple of goals. So. Yeah. Uh, recently, you know, Ruslan Malinowski has been tremendous at Atalanta. Uh, I mean, you know, it's almost in all those games you can, kind of have to wait and see because it's been a while since we played, uh, right? I mean, these teams for, for all of them. Uh, uh, right. A little bit like Champions League when the group stage ends, right? People are saying, who's going to win it? And I always say, well, well wait a second here, right? Uh, let's just wait because the Champions League doesn't restart to February. We have a transfer window and who knows how these team, team change, right? Same here a little bit. With Ukraine, the talent is there. I think they're gonna be, if they do get to play, you almost, if, you, if you're if Scottish, right? I mean, you almost think to yourself, imagine the incentive. I mean, these guys, I'm not saying that Ukraine couldn't beat Scotland. Scotland's, by the way, has been playing extremely well, right? I mean, right. They, they've been really in a good form. They're putting a pretty decent team together, right? And you say to yourself, if, all was equal, nothing happened in the world, right? You know, I, I, th- I think you give Scott the, Scott the advantage, right? You know, but now imagine the incentive you fight, you're literally fighting for your country, right? And and you know, so, so the mindset changes totally. And you know, we'll see what happens with Ukraine in Ukraine. I, I know Poland obviously uh, uh, has told the Federation that they can train in Poland, they can get you know, whatever they need to do. Uh, it'll be f- free of charge and they'll be hosted by Polish Federation, uh, you know, to, to get ready for this game. But I mean, it's, it's, it's almost silly for us to even think what may or may not happen. We don't know this conflict. We know how long it's going to be. We don't know psychologically, who knows if these play, you know what I mean? How, how that's right. going to go. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I can tell you anything smarter other than the fact, that if it does take place and the situation settles, or is over? I, you know, I think this Ukrainian team is gonna be, is gonna have such incentive to, to, to represent their country. Right. That, you know, that's that's an extra, that's that's a little bit of an extra that Scotland yeah. probably didn't count on.
0: Yeah, and interesting you say that because I actually wrote that down. If this game happens, I don't see how Ukraine doesn't advance to the finals because if you're a Ukrainian player, you know, Zinchenko, Yarmolenko, you name it. You're giving it your all. This game will be a game to not only showcase to the world of football what the country of Ukraine is about, well, but to everyone. And honestly, exactly what you said. This game will pretty much—it's a whole different level now for Ukraine. Moving on to Path B: Poland, Russia, Sweden, Czech Republic. We mentioned that Russia is no longer here. Now, Poland have been awarded the bye, as mentioned, that they will face the winner of Sweden and Czech Republic. Now, the last time Poland faced Sweden was at Euro 2020. And it was not that long ago. It was last year, actually, because of the pandemic. And in the group stage, the Poles found themselves down 2-0 to Sweden, which they later fought back thanks to Poland's god, Robert Lewandowski, who tied the game at two. We ended up losing 3-2. It didn't matter. It was all or nothing. And I don't know if it was biased. I want to ask you this. Did, did you think that Poland was the better side once they were down 2-0? Because for me, the, the Lewandowski crossbar twice, I don't know how that even happened. Yeah. That... Just the whole game with the offsides, the post.
1: was yeah, there any... Yeah, but I, I mean, you look, uh, it, it gives you... It's something gives you hope because everything we're going to hear right now is obviously Sweden's been uncomfortable for us. If you look at history, I mean, we don't have a lot of success against Sweden. It's a team that's well-organized, always plays the same way. It's not necessarily a team that's difficult to break down because over the years they don't change, change anything. Uh, you know, look... Because this is, you know, obviously important to Polish people. I'm always positive, and people will throw statistics at me, and they're right. I mean, you can even probably say that if you truly look at the two teams, Sweden's probably slightly a better team, right? Uh, you know, good for them again because they, they, and started playing very, very well. I think the move from Juventus was a smart one at the right time for him and Sweden, maybe not necessarily for us, but. Uh, uh, it's not going to get any easier ever for Poland than this, right? Just not. That's the bottom line, and and we have to understand that. We have to embrace it, and we have to and we have to face it, right? And all the naysayers, yes, of course, you can say, look at the results over the years, and look at even European Championships. I mean, early mistake, you know, for Poland uh, conceding a goal very early, and all of that. But you know, I mean. To any World Cup qualifying, we're always going to have a massive team that's most likely is going to finish first. There's not going to be many times where Poland's going to be finishing first, right? So you always finish second. We almost didn't because Paulo Sosa and, and even Robert Lewandowski made a mistake against Hungary and almost cost us dearly, right? So so you're going to second least on, on life. Then you have Russia and Moscow, which in a normal time would have been you know, an uncomfortable game, because obviously there's history, uh, you know, uh, between the two countries, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. It's an uncomfortable opponent because to some degree it's very similar, right? uh, In the way over the years we've played. So now you don't have that, you don't, you get a freebie. You get to train something that Czesław Michnievic complained and something that may have been a bit of an excuse for him, right, that he was going to have basically one training with the team as a new manager. Now he's gonna have time. Now he's gonna have an extra game against Scotland, a friendly where he can maybe, you know, run his ideas and tactics uh, by the team, take a look at some players. And then you have a game for all the marbles at an incredible stadium in in Hozruf, close, you know, where I was born, that for years was just one of, you know, a stadium that was feared by the biggest countries in the world, right? By the way, not to say because the Narodowy Stadion in Warsaw has been very good to Poland too. And, you know, we don't right. uh, lose them very often uh, either. So, it, but you know, this is a special place in the hearts of most Polish people. You know, maybe not the newest generation, but even the new generation knows that. So, if it's Czech Republic or Sweden, we'll see. You know, the Czech Republic. You know, as we know, it's similar to, uh, you know, Slovakia, which we know, or yeah. or. Or even Russia, to some degree, Eastern European country, that's, you know, because we're so similar that it's hard to differentiate the team sometimes, right? But let's give them a credit because you, we don't know. Regardless, it's a one-off for all the marbles at home, in front of full house, one game.
0: It's all that matters. It's
1: going to be two games, right? Which is that much more difficult, but right. it's only one game. It'll, I promise it'll never be easier to qualify than this it just won't be because i don't believe if the format stayed the same and you know formats can change but right. if the formats stay that you know you have the first team and you know second team you know obviously the next world cup is going to be bigger i can't remember actually how that changes but likely there's going to be one automatic right i mean we didn't have a super difficult group let's be honest here right yeah so that's That's what it is. And you have to find a way. and i I, I really, truly don't care what our record against Sweden is, because you've said it. I mean, we did enough in that game in in you know uh, in European Championship to say that, look, we can play with this team. It's not like Sweden's going to run all over us, right? Unless we let them. But so let's see. We'll, we'll see how it happens. But it's a great, great chance for Poland,
0: yeah. I know he didn't want to bring up any records, but I'll bring up one just to let you know. Uh, Poland has lost six straight to Sweden and have gone winless in their last seven. Poland's last win over Sweden was a friendly back in 1991. So it's been a while. The Czechs, on the other hand, the Poles' last phase the Czechs in a friendly in 2018. All time, Poland have four losses and four wins. If you're Poland, who do you want to face? Because both games can be seen as a revenge. Obviously, we mentioned for Sweden, they beat Poland, eliminating the Poles in the group stage at Euro 2020. While wow, the Czechs, every Polish fan remembers that one 0 defeat at home, which was crazy. That's going to be ten years when June comes this year.
1: You know, it's it's one off. I don't. You know, I I almost think that uh, you know because I heard him and I think he's right. I almost think that that Sweden would, would maybe maybe better because you know what to expect from them. They never change, right? Tactically, I think. Just have you right. it, said that? And I had the similar feelings. In the back of my head, I've never expressed them, but when he said it, I kind of say, you know what? Yeah, that, that's that's right, right? I mean, I just think that there's always a time and and is it's see to me it doesn't matter. I have a little bit of a different mentality, I suppose. Maybe because I've lived here, so you know, that's people when I go back to Poland, they kind of say that, right? I mean, I can't I've been here 37 years now. So I mean, you obviously you learn, I played for the US team. I don't look at the opponent, I don't fear them. We never ever talked or looked at at past statistics. Never never really. It's right. it's an amazing thing to me. I know it's great for television. I know, but it's something that we, you know, obviously people will remind us, but as players, and I just just it's never talked about, right? And and it doesn't really matter. I don't remember ever going against, and I've played against some of the best teams in the world, best countries, and and yeah. Of course, deep down on you, my goodness, it's not going to be easy, but you just go and and this is such an opportunity that I think Czech Republic would be uncomfortable a little bit more, a little bit... See, the part of me is that Poland never does well when they're favorites. And I'm not saying that we'd be absolute favorites of Czech Republic, but I think most people would think that and playing at home, right? Against Sweden, I kind of like, you know, that people will throw these statistics out. Most of the people around Europe and around the world will look, uh, Sweden probably will win that. And I would have liked to play against these ads. So if it were were me, knowing how, you know, the recent game in European Championship, I would have preferred to play against Sweden.
0: Right, I'm with you on that one. Poland has a new coach. Uh, What impact will that have on the team? Heading into this matchup, obviously we play Scotland, so there'll be some kind of warm up there. But then, obviously, the big one against Sweden or Czech Republic.
1: Yeah, I mean, coaches do. We all know that. But but I think you know this is the, this is the one that really really is going to be decided by players. Uh, I mean, it's it's it, you know tact as we know it's probably going to be more the same for the most part. Three in the back, right? I think we'll see. Uh, uh, probably Robert by himself, which will be a little bit different, right? With uh, two players behind him. At least that's that's what everybody seems to think. Right. Uh, but for the most part, you know, that foundation of three is going to be there. Uh, I think Shostakov Niknevich will try to motivate players. But uh, I mean, it, the, you know, when you play games, you know, uh, for all the marbles, just a one-off where, you know, it, it's, it's players. And I continue to say that to a degree they you know, the team owes it to us you know, from what happened, you know, against Hungary and, you know, all that. It didn't, you know, I mean, ultimately we're still here. So that loss didn't matter. But I think, you know, there's some unfinished business, I would say. So I think, I really think this is Robert Lewandowski. This is the key players just kind of taking responsibility on their shoulders. You know, the coach is going to put out tactics. You know, I think coaches may have, a little bit more input when you play kind of, you know, two games, home and away type of thing, you know, on right. the club level. I think that's where you can see some tactics uh, here. Uh, I think it's about the players. It's not about just Mich-
0: Right. If, if Krikovic really wants to respond, obviously remember what happened against Slovakia, a big goal from him here would be great. Uh, moving on to Sweden and Czech Republic. We just talked about Sweden, how they're pretty much the same over the years, but it's a tough one to analyze because, They topped the group at Euro 2020 ahead of Spain, but they lack consistency. And we've seen that three years. They closed out their qualifying group, losing three of their last five, including losses to Georgia and Greece. Yes, you heard that correctly, Georgia and Greece. But the Czechs, on the other hand, they were a fearful side at Euro 2020. They sent the Netherlands home in the round of 16. And we all remember Patrick Schick's masterclass goal from center field. How do you analyze this matchup and what will be needed for one side to outplay the other?
1: Uh, the game is in Sweden, Sweden. yeah, uh, yeah, you know, two teams that I think play, in my opinion, simple football, transparent, right? Physical without, I mean, there's special players there, right? But, but I don't think that either team depends on the special player, if it's Latin Kuloszewski, if it's uh. You know, I, I mean, if it's Patrick Schick, I mean, you look at uh, Tomas Suchek, right? So far, who's going to come, you know, those are physical players. I wonder some of the, these West Ham players are playing a lot of competitions. You know, what Davy Moyes doesn't change, you know, Suchek ever. You know, So far has right. been injured. So he's been in and out a little bit out of the, the lineup. But I think it's, you know, uh, this is one of those games where I think is going to be cagey, is going to be very, very tactical. Um you know, the the advantage on on surface goes to to Sweden, their home team, and they may have one or two players that, you know, extra players that Czech Republic don't, but I, I think the Swedes worry here, and I would worry. That's why I kind of, you know, Czech Republic is one of those uncomfortable, which you just don't know. They're so hard to break down. They're hard. They're physical. They're great on set pieces. I mean, both sides are pretty good at that, but you know, it's, you know it's going to be this massive, massive grind between the two 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 sides. So this one, I'm not decided yet uh, which way I'm going to go if I had to. Um, but I'm telling you, I, I don't know if it's going to be that straightforward for Sweden.
0: We're going to move to path C right now. Portugal, Turkey, Italy, North Macedonia. Now, I'm not sure how many people had Portugal ending up in the playoffs when the qualifying groups were set. Portugal opponent group, where they probably should have won every game and first of all full props to serbia full credit to them on them finishing first but mm. the portuguese coach fernando santos his tactics clearly don't work mm. and sending questions to fans about portugal's true potential when competing on the pitch i remember watching actually serbia's last game against portugal we saw that 90th minute winner that sent the serbs through to qatar right. for their third appearance and second at the world's biggest stage Now, no Cancelo, no Diaz, and no Sanchez for Portugal's clash against Turkey. Before Euro 2020, Christian Jack was on the show, and he had Turkey as a team that may surprise many with defeats in each of the three games at the European Championship. Are they a team that can send Portugal home? Is there a chance?
1: There's a chance, but I think what we saw in European, you know, what we saw there, I mean, it's a team that under pressure. I just don't know. And, and, and I think Portugal, and I hope Fernando uh, uh, Santos is going to learn his lesson because he's got so much and he's so pragmatic, right? So I think, you know, I think by now everybody has had that talk already. There's been, you know, months now left uh, uh, where I think these, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the I mean, you know, you look at Portugal and they can put out three equal teams out there. You know, let's let's face it. Not many countries like that, right? I mean, them French, maybe. You know, that's about it, really, for the most part. You know, uh, so so. I, I just think that you know, you know, when, when you think about Turkey, it's it's you know, it's home. It's that atmosphere sometimes that that gets them over the edge. But I just don't see you know, you know, I, I don't see it. I, I think it's just too much talent. Portuguese Portuguese will know what's at stake because I'm believing, and, and, you know, I mean, last two European champions, right? And one of them is going gonna, is gonna to stay home. I mean, Italy is, you know, uh, on the back of ju- just winning the European uh, uh, championship. So, I mean, let's forget the other games and let's just put Portugal in Italy. I mean, without disrespect, I mean, I can't imagine for the life of me, uh, no matter how much I would sit here and try to explain, you know, what are the chances of those? Uh, I just don't see it. I mean, it's such... You know, at the very, you know, Portugal and Italy at the very, very least have to get to the final, and then somebody's going to lose. I mean, imagine one of them uh, losing before even getting there. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Uh, the concentration levels are going to be there. The pride's on the line. Uh, hurt, you know, a pride that's hurt for both, really, and and for right. Italy in particular, uh, coming off of that. Uh, I just saw the squad today coming out, and I mean, it's formidable, obviously uh, as well. So. Uh, um. No, it, it's Portugal against Italy in, in, in the final. Right. And remind me who would be home, that Oh,
0: Portugal. From what I know, let let's say it is Portugal, Italy. Can Portugal? outplay italy that's the question now
1: they can but can they stay as disciplined and 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 fight at a level that italy can do and and frustrate you right and that's going to be the game where yes i just mentioned there's so much talent i almost you know and portugal can play kg too as we've known right i mean they can be pragmatic we'll see i think in the first game portugal won't be as pragmatic here obviously you know I, i think you look at portugal italy I don't think Portugal will be able to, you know, afford to open themselves up, right? That's what Italy's going to wait for. So I think, you know, that's the time where maybe the tactics of Fernando Santos, at least in the beginning, to kind of look for that little advantage to see who goes ahead first, right? Because that's going to be important. I mean, that game, right. I mean, I'm not saying Italy aren't capable of, of going behind and coming back and winning, but it's, it, I, you know, it. It's never a team where you think they're going to be scoring two, three, or four goals, whatever maybe. Where Portugal Portugal can do that, so I think you're going to see a cagey game where where tactics are going to take precedence over everything, Uh, and you know, (laughs) Cristiano Ronaldo in big games, right? I mean, you know, you do have to worry about him. There's there's so many uh, great players on both sides, but but this one I can give you already. I somehow think that Italy finds a way.
0: Now, to close off the episode, Janusz, you and I will make our predictions as to who will win the semifinal and then the final to send that country to Qatar. Now no pressure, because next week we'll see how these results pan out. We'll start in Path A. We'll go in order, go into Path C, and then we'll see the three teams that we predict. So we'll start in Path A. Who do you have between Wales and Austria?
1: I'm going to go for Wales. I mean, I'm sticking with the home teams here, although this one I may regret. I mean, Aschuk is one of those teams that can bore you to death sometimes and, and stay in the game for as long as uh, for as long as long it takes and then, you know, take a goal. They're capable of that. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with Wales here.
0: I'll take Wales too. Scotland, Ukraine, if it happens.
1: Oof. I have so many. I work with so many Scottish people. Scott, and you know they're actually playing well. This is a pretty, pretty good team here. Tartan Army is going to be. Oh my God, at Hemden, that's going to be bedlam. I, I mentioned Ukraine. If they play either on an unbelievable high or low, you you, you don't know, right? Right. Oh man! Oh <laughs> man! Oh man! you know, I still think Scotland, I still think Scotland, because I just, it's just so hard for me to see how Ukrainians are going to be able to train, I I really still don't know if that game will take place, if Ukrainians are going to say, we just can't make this happen, you know, I know there's been some, you know, even rumors that maybe allowing Ukraine to be an extra team in the World Cup, I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, I don't even know if that's possible, you know, with an odd team, you know, but, I just think that that's the least of their worries right now. Right. And, and so I'm going to go with Scotland here, but be more than happy if the game takes place and Ukraine wins it. Uh, I I think, you know, not that I'm going to be cheering against Scotland, but I'm going to be cheering for, for Ukraine for sure.
0: Yeah. I'll put Ukraine in this one just to be a little bit different from you. All right. So I got Ukraine and Wales, you got Scotland and Wales, just for the hell of it. I'll go with Ukraine over Wales off the board. Why not? What about you? scotland will take right moving on to path b obviously russia poland poland's moving on uh sweden czech republic i got sweden
1: yes i got sweden uh poland against sweden and you know i mean (laughs) i have to go with poland uh you know a for the bias and b i just think that poland can beat sweden so um so, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go against Poland in this one and be right, even if I meant to be right, because I don't want to cheer against them, just so my prediction comes good. So it has to be Poland.
0: <laughs> I'll go with Poland, too, in that one. Uh, Patsy, Portugal and Turkey, you mentioned you're going to go with Portugal in this one. I already know it.
1: Yeah, yeah, Portugal. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, just for fun, I'll, I'll choose Turkey. And then when Portugal ends up destroying Turkey for now, we can look back at this episode and laugh at Matthew. Oh, but...
1: uh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> i'll be mass da- that'll be an incredible surprise for me
0: italy north macedonia another one italy, italy. italy. And,
1: and then and, and then i'll take italy over portugal in the final Even i though- have
0: italy turkey obviously i'll take italy so my team's ukraine poland and italy and yours remind me what it were uh i think you said scotland poland and italy right yes yeah so those are our three nations to book their tickets to qatar Thanks, Janusz, uh, for coming on. This was fun to stay I mean, up no, to date with you. It was, good. All it was the- good.
1: It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, uh, I should have I I put the US on, but I have the same Polish one. Uh yeah, we could have been twins as you. So maybe that's good that it kind of, you know,
0: uh, would have been like twins.
1: We don't yeah, we don't look the same on this one. But uh yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting. As I said, on Monday, uh, you know, all my concentration is gonna be on it. Although this time, like I said, I'm not going to Poland. So I think, you know, I think I'll do something at ESPN with that, but I'm going to enjoy this as a fan. And it's actually I'm looking forward to that in a way because it's always work. And, you know, when you work in games, you will look at them differently and you miss uh, little things sometimes. So I, I just think that for the most part, I'll be able to, to enjoy the game, truly enjoy it and not not, not work it. Uh, although I have to say that I wish I was in for, for that game. I That's one that um, uh, you know, <laughs> would have been great
0: yeah i can totally understand to stay up to date with all the shows content i'll have the links provided in the description below along with Yanish's handles as well thanks everyone for tuning in see you next time
1: see you guys thank you